All right, I'm recording this out in downtown Ann Arbor. I just saw the movie Past Lives at Michigan Theater. It's my first time going to Michigan Theater. I've been to State Theater many times, but Michigan Theater I've never been to. And this theater was super cool. It was super big and super old-timey and just huge. And they had a man playing the piano at the front before the movie started. Kind of reminded me a lot of Penn Theater out in Plymouth. But yeah, I really liked this theater. It was a really cool experience. I like going out of my way sometimes for movies that aren't getting as wide of a distribution. So this was a super cool experience for me. And yeah, I don't know. I just, I would highly recommend it if you're out this way, I guess. But yeah, so the movie I saw is Past Lives. It's a new A24 movie, and it is a very bittersweet, slow burn romance movie in a way. It's very, I don't know, this sounds weird to say. It feels a lot like an A24 movie. I've seen them before. You know what I mean? But... Yeah, I really liked it. I don't normally go for romance movies all the time. But this one was very enjoyable. And the way they filmed it was very different. Sorry that I sound a little bit out of breath right now. Uh, There was a huge festival going on right outside the theater. I recorded a little bit originally. But then I realized that it was really messing up the audio. I usually try to get these out right away, but in that case, it was kind of like, this is a cool experience to record during, but it's going to sacrifice the audio and sound super weird. So I kind of went for a little bit of a walk, and now I'm lost and out of breath, and just walking uphill down, like the outskirts of downtown Ann Arbor. So, yeah, that's what I'm up to right now. But, yeah, while I look for the car park, I guess I will talk about the movie. All right, so a little tiny update. It turns out that I was going the wrong way. So I was, like, 20 minutes away from where my garage was. So right now I'm on an electric scooter. Trying to find my way around the city. Kind of confusing, but I think I'll manage. This is super fun, though. I don't know why I've never rode one of these before. I am speeding right now, man. Holy shit. Okay, I think Kyle on the street was an utter failure. But I mean, hey, okay, you live and you learn. Um, It was a little experiment. It didn't go so good this time, but... I mean, who knows? It'll probably be better next time. So, I'm now in my car. I'm now heading home. And now I can finally talk about this movie. Um, Yeah, so, this movie is split between the three different time periods in these two characters' lives. We have Hao Sung, and we have Nora Moon. And 
more of the movie focuses on them when they're at their oldest point. Not like insanely old, I would say. Probably 30s is the age I'm guessing that they are in this movie. And yeah, 30s makes sense because the first timeline they are young kids. Then the second time, 12 years have passed. And then the third time, another 12 years have passed. So it makes sense. I'd say late 30s, maybe even early 40s. But um, I don't remember them specifically saying what age they are. So the shortest time spent is on them when they're young. This one's pretty straightforward. It's basically childhood crushes. Um, this is establishing kind of the emotions the characters will have in the relationship. Um, yeah, essentially, uh, Nora Moon, her family is immigrating to Canada. So, while she has a crush on Hao Sung, it kind of can't go anywhere because the family's moving. And so, because of this, the family moves. She gets an entirely different life experience growing up in a place where English is the main language and obviously the culture is very different between Canada and Korea. And they have very sudden goodbyes and then they just don't see each other for another 12 years. So 12 years pass. Um, in Korea, military is mandatory for boys. So Hao Sung spends some time in the military and then he is still thinking about Nora Moon. Uh, Nora Moon has immigrated from Canada to the United States. She's in New York now and she is establishing herself as like a screenwriter. She, her father was a director, her mother was an artist, so she's kind of taking that creative creativity from her parents too, and she's becoming a screenwriter, which is the whole reason why she moves to New York and starts this new life for herself. But basically she finds out because her mother and her one day are just bored and they are searching up random people on Facebook, and she sees that how Sung has been trying to connect to her again. So she goes and messages him, and they kind of reconnect in a way. They start, um, I believe they're Skyping. They start Skyping each other and building this connection again where they don't flat out say that it's a relationship, but it feels like a blooming relationship forming, kind of similar to what they had when they were younger. But after a little while of this going on, Nora Moon eventually tells Hao Sung, Hey, um, I built this whole dream immigrating twice, and it seems like when I'm talking to you, I want to be in Korea, I want to go back to this old way, so I feel like we should take a break because I don't want to lose... Um, like, I don't want to lose my goals, basically. She doesn't want to lose what she's been working so hard for. And it kind of also feels to me a little bit like she feels this connection forming and she's a little bit scared. I don't know, that's how it felt to me. But they both go their separate ways without talking for a little bit. 
he goes to China because he's always wanted to learn Chinese. And he says that that would be very helpful with his job. And she focuses more on her career. He meets this woman when he's in China. And they start dating. And she is kind of like on an artist retreat where um, it's like a workhouse. And she meets this white Jewish man named Arthur. And they fall in love. So then we have another 12-year jump where they haven't been in communication in a while. And she's married with Arthur. And I'll be honest, uh, even though he's not entirely advertised as a main character, I really liked Arthur. I really liked the way they made this character. And he kind of subverts from how I feel like most basic movies would kind of portray the husband who is kind of stuck in this awkward situation. But um, back to the plot real quick. So... She is living out her life in... Oh, shit. Uh, she is living out her life in the U.S. with Arthur. And how Sung is going on a vacation to visit the U.S. So they're going to see each other for the first time in over 20 years. They've been talking in that time frame, but this is the first time they've seen each other again. So this is kind of where the conflict of this plot goes, because... It's very obvious that Hao Sung still has feelings. But you have Nora, who's married, and it's kind of a bit hard to read her character. And I was a bit worried because they made Arthur so lovable. And Hao Sung, to me, was kind of more of a timid, quiet, like, background type character, which really fits with. The role, and I feel like kind of adds a little bit of realism to it, which I really liked. But I don't think I've ever sat through a movie where I haven't want the main characters to kiss more. In this one, I the whole time I was watching this movie, I was like, please don't kiss. Like, please don't. Because, like, most movies go that way where it's like, alright, I'm going to leave my husband and be with my one true love. And this is not that kind of movie. Uh, I really felt bad for Arthur because you know, and the movie flat out says it even, that Arthur assumed the whole reason how Sung was going on this convenient vacation to the U.S. was to see Nora. And how Sung gave off that vibe during the first meeting, and Nora picked up on it. So she told her husband all this stuff. She's not hiding from him the whole time, which I really liked. I would have been really annoyed if you have this character and you vilify the husband for not doing anything wrong and you're keeping secrets and stuff. And I was getting a little annoyed because there's more secretive stuff going on towards the end of the movie. But it also doesn't necessarily play out in the way that I thought it would. And I'm glad that it subverted that expectation. But essentially back to the story. They go on this trip together and... This is where what I really liked about Arthur and Nora, because the relationship it was you could tell that they were always honest with each other. It felt like they had been in a relationship together for a while, where they were past the honeymoon phase, and they were comfortable enough being realistic and having honest conversations with each other. Like he flat out asked her if she found House Sung attractive. 
if just all these questions and basically saying how he felt a little bit insecure with even though he knew that she loved him that he didn't always feel that way he didn't always feel that the love was there and he was a little bit saddened because he felt like there was always a barrier between him and her because in a weird way they are from different worlds and he just had this doubt in his head where he was like I don't know if you see me the same way that I see you like she's everything to him but he's always felt that if it was the same situation with a different guy and it led up a different path that he just kind of got lucky and he was just worried that now with this other guy in the picture he didn't think that she would run off with him you could tell that there was a trust there but he communicated his feelings which I feel like it's refreshing to see a male character in a movie like this where typically in typically in these romance movies where there is the husband who's kind of vilified and seen as the obstacle in the way between true love you don't really see the emotional side where you are experiences the husband's doubts and the husband's worries and how he sits down and emphasizes and has this conversation with her he doesn't you can tell he's upset but he doesn't get angry he doesn't lash out I feel like he does things the right way and at the same time he doesn't like obviously he's upset that this man who used to mean so much to his wife is now here but at the same time he's like who am I to keep you guys who have known each other for so long apart and then he he offers to um, have dinner with them even and I felt bad for the husband because you can see that he's making an effort and at the same time he mentions in the movie about how even though she's been in Canada and the US for so long when she talks in her sleep it's still Korean so he feels like there's that barrier there where he doesn't fully understand her and he doesn't think he ever truly will because even when she's sleeping he there's that barrier there and it's not the barrier that Hao Sung and Nora have it's only between him and Nora so I felt very bad for the husband and I it made me like I don't know I I'm glad I don't feel like this movie was setting you up to root for Nora and how Sung to get back together it was a very bittersweet type of feeling movie and the whole time watching this movie I was like I don't want Arthur and Nora to separate I want Arthur to be happy because he was a very different type of character that we usually see in these kinds of roles. Like, it wasn't this toxic masculinity that... I mean, he had every right to be angry, but... said he talked it out and talked about his insecurities, and it was very refreshing to see. But, um... 
Yeah, so they sit down, and this is kind of where I felt very bad for Arthur, is the three of them go out to eat in New York, and obviously Nora and House Sun can understand each other perfectly, but every once in a while she has to translate for Arthur. And then at a certain point, they start having a conversation, and Coran just completely ignoring Arthur, talking about their past lives and how if this was a different lifetime, Maybe they'd be together, like, if the situations were different. All this kind of stuff. And it was getting too romantic for my liking. And the whole time I was like, don't hurt my boy Arthur. You know? But, no, it it never really reached that point. And then towards the end, after they finish eating, um... He's going to take his Uber to go to the airport, and she offers to walk him out. And there's this moment where they're standing facing each other, and it's just quiet, and it lingers on that quietness. And in my head, I was like, oh, God, they're going to kiss, aren't they? But they don't. It feels so close like they're about to kiss. And then the Uber shows up, and everything gets cut off. They say their goodbyes, and House Hung leaves. And I was relieved that this kiss didn't happen. Like, you could feel the longing in a weird way, but also I'm glad that Nora didn't go for House Song. And then, speaking of the, like, focusing on silence, this movie does that a lot. There's a lot of empty moments where it will linger on a scene and linger on the dialogue and you can tell characters are really thinking and processing what they're going to say next. And I really liked what they did with that because it, it established the longing. It made it feel like they were worried about the next thing that they were going to say. It made the characters seem conflicted in everything that was going on and it helped make the dialogue feel very realistic to me and not typical Hollywood Oscar bait type bullshit that sometimes you'll see in these types of romantic movies but yeah at the end of the movie it ends with House Sun driving off in his Uber and you have Nora walking away to Arthur and she breaks down crying and he holds her and is there for her and then they walk back into the house where Nora's gonna still be with Arthur and I'm happy for that and how Sung will still have the concept of the past lives and so will Nora that they can think back on but at the end of the day I'm just glad that my boy Arthur got it feels bittersweet, but at least he didn't get his heart broken. And I'm glad because I really like that character. I wasn't expecting him to be the standout for me, but he was. I, I thought all the actors did a great job. Um, this movie was very bittersweet. It kind of starts off a little bit slow, but I don't mind a slow burn, especially for a movie like this where you really need to establish the characters and going to their emotions and how they feel and yeah the
the chemistry was very good for this movie. I really felt that the characters had this connection that they had built over these long years. So yeah, um, I don't know if this movie's going to get a wider distribution. It was a, very hard to find at first, but I am glad I was able to see it. If you have like a theater that shows more like indie, not as wide release movies, go and see this. It was a good time. I'm usually not huge on romance movies, but this one kind of scratched that itch for me. It was very enjoyable. I liked it a lot. And I'm going to give this movie an 8 out of 10. Alright, I'll see everyone later. Bye.